All right, what's yeah, up, everybody? It. Welcome back to the Broicism Podcast, episode number four. Cranking them out, starring Jason Frosty and Arthur Ramirez. <laughs> so uh, today we're talking mindfulness, mm-hmm. and uh, basically we're going to include uh, meditation, yoga, and breath work. Yep, those could probably all be episodes on their own potentially, but we'll see how it is in combination. Yep. We'll hop right into it. We actually met via yoga. How long could you have you been doing yoga? Like prior to that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was two years ago. And um, before that, well, I've been doing it since like 2017, mm-hmm. pretty much. So it's been like six years now. That's lit. That's longer than I have. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I started I'm way in. Better, so it makes sense. <laughs> I started in 2019. <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, 2019, right at the end of college, and I remember I had been going through like a really tough time trying to figure out what I was gonna do after, um, figuring out where I wanted to live. All this, all this stuff was up in the air, and one of my closest friends, her name was Eleni, actually lives in Culver City. Shout out Eleni. Oh, she's single. Um, is not. Yeah, I know. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Tear. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. So then, like, she invited me to her class, and she was like, come, 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 come. And I'm like, like oh, I don't really like stretching. I'm not that good at it. I'm really tight. This you was know? in 2019? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Very, bro, I'm telling you, from 2019, 2019 <laughs> Arthur, compared to 2020, about to be fucking four Arthur. Mm-hmm. Almost a night and day difference. They're very, very different. They they still have a common theme and a common resonance, but I would say they're one's a lot calmer. The other one was just like sporadic, which I still have moments where I'm really sporadic, but I feel like I try to spend a lot more time in my calm energy than I do in my sporadic energy. Mm-hmm. But both of them have a fair share, a fair portion in my life. So you changed because of yoga? I would say that started it off. It Or I would say actually I got into yoga because like a bunch of shit happened in my life all at once. And then I needed some way to kind of ground. And I started going to counseling for the first time around that time because BU, the school that I went to, offered it for free to me and my roommates. Um, because our roommate freaking, our, our roommate in college passed away, just fucking. Did they commit suicide? They didn't say what it was, but they're pretty sure that's what it was. Who's they? Like the police department. When did this happen? Like in the middle of the school year? Yeah, middle of school. Show up to your dorm one day and. His body was on the ground. What? You saw it? No, my homie saw it. Oh, what the- I didn't see it. And then we called the cops, and the cops were everywhere. But you it- don't know what happened to him? He was just laying there? He was just laying there purple. Yeah, bro. Like Whoa. jugular veins. What the heck? It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, So that spurred all of us going into this mental health crises in our life. And all of us together, I told people there was something really beautiful about going through your darkest and lowest moment in life together with other people that you know are there too. 
So you're both traveling this this road that not a lot of us have been on, or at least for me, bro, I'd never really been depressed or never had really been anxious before then. Mm -hmm. That's when it started. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a very new territory. But I know that my closest friends, my roommates are all there too. And we're all going to like figure it out together. And there's something really beautiful about that. Yeah. How many were you? How many were there? Um, I think we had, it was one, two, three, four, four of us, including me. And the fifth one was the one that passed away. Mm. Yeah. But um, then we started going to yoga, or at least I did. Okay. My friend Eleni, uh, she was like, I'm not going to let you leave Boston and go back home until you take my class. She says something along those lines. I think it was more like, if you don't take my class before you leave, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's a big ultimatum. And I'm, and she's like, not actually, I won't actually do that, but that's how I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel like upset if you don't come to my class. So then I went to her class and bro, ever since then I've been hooked. It was an HPF, I remember too. Really? Damn. Yeah. I just felt so like re reset in my body. I felt like I went back to the baseline me. I for so long that had been so, so fucking just riled up, anxious, scared, not in my body, not present. I still have moments where I drift in and out of that. But that one class reset me hard and brought me back to baseline. And I was like, oh, okay, like there's a way out. I know there's a way out. Mm -hmm. I just have to work towards getting there. Just like you work out to get a body that you want or you fucking meditate to become calmer. I have to do a lot of hot yoga in order to balance my nervous system again. Mm. So that's when I started, 2019. Okay, for sure. Yeah. My first yoga experience, I kind of did it before 2017 because my brother had done it a little bit. So, like, he had a mat and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I must have, like, messed around with a little bit at home with him, but nothing crazy. And then kind of I knew about it from cycling and stuff because I knew I hit I always knew I needed a stretch and like I never really did that much I like foam rolled mostly mm -hmm. and then like I was always insanely inflexible and then but I was like I just accepted it kind of yeah and then did yoga for the first time because it was free at UCLA two nights a week like cool. on campus yeah so I never missed any of those <laughs> and then um they had them like every night they used to have a shit ton, like way more. They used to have them, like you could buy a yoga pass and it'd be like 90, 100 bucks, like for the term, the quarter. And then good. they had like four or five classes every day. Damn. Yeah. Okay, that's lit. Yeah. That's, I, I'm almost surprised that more people don't do that instead of core power. Well, now yeah. it's not, the, <coughs> now there's way less. I feel like now there's like two, maybe three. Oh, okay. Usually two. Yeah. And they're and like, they're not hot. Huh? No. Yeah. So cold. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they had them basically like, so I started doing the free classes, did them 2017, 2018, kind of chilled for a bit, like did them here and there. And then mm -hmm. um, the pandemic happened. And so everything got shut down. But then they were doing like, early on in the pandemic like right away they started doing uh like the virtual zoom zoom classes or, yeah and then they yeah. do like facebook live and stuff or instagram <laughs> live even yeah 
So then, like... I remember that, bro. That was weird. Yeah, a bunch of yoga teachers started doing that. I remember that. So, like, they did it through UCLA, and then most of these people, like, had their own private shit going on. So then, like, they would do a live on their own IG or whatever. So I would, like, tune into like, the UCLA teachers that were doing that. There's, like, one or two. And then bought one of the dude's hoodies. My hoodie that says Salamat on it. Salamat Yoga. Mm. So, like, this Filipino dude who taught at UCLA. And then, like... It's from like East or LA-ish, I guess, too. And then now he's like a massage therapist. One That's of my cool. coworkers used to take his classes. Too. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about transitioning into, or not transitioning, but learning at the very least how to just massage people, be a massage therapist. Yeah, let me know. That'd be kind of tight. Yeah. I'll be your first customer or whatever. That'd be kind of loose, I guess. You know? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a girl who one time after my class I, I won't forget this because the manager was right there the manager and the assistant manager basically were right there they had just both taken my class both managers this was at marina del Rey too they had both taken my class and one girl i won't say her name i guess just in case i send this to her but she'll know <laughs> um <laughs> um she her name was showing up on the on the sign-in sheet there's like 22 out of 23 people signed up already mm -hmm. and she was the last one and i remember the one of the people that worked there like one of the managers she said she said like look out for this girl like she comes in and she's like thinks she's better than everybody she just says her name like check it in very and then just walks by you and like doesn't there's nothing there's no interaction there's nothing she just walks in she says it she walks out and i was like all right whatever and i i had known her beforehand and her and i had like a pretty good interaction the first time so i was thinking in the back of my head like maybe that's just you like i i kind of vibed out with this person like i don't know but i get it like everyone has different what i am to one person might not necessarily be what i am to a different person so she walks in, she's like super friendly. Um, I check her in. And then after class, like the class was pretty good. And my manager, my my assistant manager had walked out and they both said, I was like, isn't that what we told you Arthur's class was gonna be like? And then they're like, the the manager was shaking her head like, okay, that was pretty good. And then the, the girl that people were saying that she doesn't really interact with anybody. She came out, bro, and was telling me, yeah, I'm a massage therapist. I offer up stuff. She's like, I'll give you a massage right now. Like, she was literally like, I think on her hands and knees or forgot how it was set up, but she just started like going in on my back and like rubbing me down and shit. Bro, she was just like doing all these things in front of everybody too. Like everyone's around and like my manager and like assistant manager are right there and they're I'm, like getting rubbed up yeah, and shit. Been, like, get off me. Yeah. I'm a man of God. <laughs> and like... It was just so funny, but anyways, I would, I would think about, or I am thinking about, um, wanting to learn that kind of stuff. I think yeah, it'd be cool. pretty cool to have in the, the arsenal. In the arsenal, yeah. Yeah. Well, to clarify, Arthur's a yoga teacher. <laughs> yeah. That's how we met because I went to his yoga class. Yeah. And it was hella good, dude. You're one of the, my. You're probably like my top teacher of all time. Oh, dude, that means a lot, dude. I would for sure take your class over anybody's. Dude, I, I remember when you came to class, too. I was like, that's a cool name, Jason Frost. Did you come... You came separately from Michelle and Jewel. 
Yeah, I met them at your class. You met the first time I ever really? met Michelle was at your class. Really? Yeah. What? Wait, y'all had never been, but you had like a mutual. Yeah, Kayla. Oh. So I had known Kayla. I had met Kayla like a couple times before starting to go to your class. Like we all became friends through your class. I had no idea, bro. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Because I remember it was like a mutual friend already. And then we became friends. And then I became friends with Michelle. Because I remember, um, like, you guys were saying, hmm. I remember, I think, Michelle and and Jewel were saying that, they're like, oh, we're going to bring a friend. Like, he he's super cool. He does yoga, too. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, for sure. And then when you came in, I'm like, yo, what up? And, like, I dapped you up. And they were like... Do you know each other? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's come, he's come to my class a few times. Like him and I are boys. Oh, I had though, right? Yeah, you had oh, come before. I had, yeah, I had a a core power membership at that point. Yeah, so you were coming to my class, but like separately, mm. and then they were coming to my class, but separately. Yeah, and then when you all came together, it kind of like rattled my brain a little bit. I'm like, are they friends or did they meet here? Or like, what's going on? <laughs> But I was like, yeah, I know this guy. Like, he's cool as fuck. And they're like, oh, you know Jason? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen him a few times before. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. I didn't know about, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's tight. Yep. Yoga, the great connector. Honestly, it's kind of hard to make friends through yoga. You know what, bro? I feel like, um, yeah, I honestly feel, I feel like if people want to make friends at yoga, they're going to make friends. But for the most part, people are just trying to go in, do their thing not really have small conversations and then just dip out yeah well that's also i don't know i'll put an asterisk on that at ucla it was hella social like after mm -hmm. class everybody starts talking to each other and shit like, yeah your, like literally some random ass girls like where'd you get your map from yeah like, i don't know but, yeah but like you know get the fuck out <laughs> yeah but like because my map has like a carrying bag and it's nice you know yeah but, but were then, you like, were you like buff at that point yeah, this was like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, wait. So when I first started doing yoga at UCLA, no, I was not buff at all. I, that was when I first started working out at the gym and then started stretching and stuff from cycling, I guess. But then like the feeling after the first class I had, because mm. I went in for the stretch and then I walked away like feeling hella stretched out, but then also just like mentally mm -hmm. just in bliss. I literally like laid down in the grass outside the building a little bit just like soaking up the feeling in my body and then one of my friends like walked by was like frost is that you and you're like you have to put it on and you're like yeah that's me <laughs> but <laughs> but inside you just wanted to keep zenning i remember one of the most and i guess we could talk about this too it includes mindfulness one of the one of the most i think one of my favorite parts when you and i took our fucking our chocolates that one time at ucla mm -hmm. when we took those and like um i remember a distinct moment bro it was right when your girl at the time i forget what her name is doesn't matter yeah <laughs> yeah i forget half the time too doesn't matter so she wasn't actually my girl she was just my side thing you know she was like uh no label yeah. Yeah. I remember she walked over and we were like, we had already taken the the fucking the bars. Let me put my thing on do not disturb. Hold on. All right. We had just taken them probably like 30 minutes ago or 30 minutes prior. 
And then um, she walks on over and she like lays down next to us or she sits down next to us. And I remember, bro, when y'all were talking, I laid down on the grass and I closed my eyes. And I remember the feeling I had was that I, I forgot where I was and I forgot that I was existing. Oh. And I just melted into the ether of just everythingness. Mm -hmm. And it felt so blissful to be there without a personality, without separation, without really thinking. It was like this blissful soup that I just sunk into mm -hmm. that I didn't have to be like a carrot or a potato or whatever the fuck, like a thing. I could just be in it mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And then I opened my eyes and I was like, I, I was like, what the fuck? I'm still here. I was so confused that I still existed. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. But dude, it was a like, I think that's what they describe in yoga. That's called Samadhi. Samadhi is the blissful state that exists naturally, but getting there, you have to work towards it. You have to work on your physical practice, your mental practice, your focus, your meditation, and you gradually build it up. And then you get to Samadhi, which is bliss state at all times of your day. You're just blissed out, which is very interesting. Um, hashtag yeah. blissed out. Hashtag blissed out. Bliss me outside. How about that? <laughs> That's um, lit though. Yeah. So to wrap up my yoga thing though, freaking the pandemic happened and I saw I had been out of yoga and then the pandemic happened and I started doing yoga like twice a day. So that kind of like hella saved my like mental during the pandemic. Fuck yeah. Like I was doing it in the morning and in the evening right before sunset, like outside mm. on campus. And like campus was like deserted. So yeah. I was just like in the grass, like in the sun, like right out in the open and shit. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, started just like doing it regularly. That's when I started meditating too. Mm. And then. Um, You're a really good meditator too. I would say. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it gets easier. Yeah. There's like a feeling you sink into yeah. that you like you're chasing. But that's for later, I guess. But yeah, so did yoga and then started and I got the Corp Hour membership, uh, like, you know, 2021 or something. And because at that point they had a month free and then they had like, you could basically do that like two or three times, bro. Like different emails. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. a now, month for free. That's yeah. insane. And the prices were like doable bucks less. Yeah, bro. Corp hour is like straight up. That's one thing we can talk about is corporate yoga. Yeah, I. That's why. <coughs> that's why I let people into my class. Like, I'm not making any more. I'm not making any less. I'm making the same exact thing whether I have twenty people or if i have two people or if i have zero today i taught two classes or i had two classes and i didn't teach either of them because no one showed up really yeah at usc damn and i got paid the same amount as if uh, i guess because the holidays is empty there. yeah everything is empty it's all deserted right now over there at usc damn. and i get paid the same amount whether again a full class or i have nobody at all i get paid the same yeah and so, like, that's why I don't really care when it comes to corporate yoga or corporations operating yoga. Corporate yoga is, like, when you go into their office and teach them, which I used to do for a little uh -oh. bit. Um, but when you work for, like, a place like that 
And I'm not knocking it or anything, but when it comes to me and my relationship to it, I'm not going to charge somebody freaking $4 to use a mat and, okay. and $4 for a towel and $4 for a water. That's $12. Yeah. Then on top of them paying for the class, which is 32. Yeah. That's 44. The membership's like 180 a month. Yeah, bro. 190 a month. Damn. It's a lot. And Hot A is the alternative in LA. Uh-huh. It's like the baseline is like 209 or something. Yeah, maybe. but you get your towel for free. You get no, your mat. That's, you got to pay the premium for that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. like 249 or something. 249, yeah. That's, I mean, it's worth it at that point, I guess. Dude, the best feeling is going into yoga just as you are. Yeah. And walking out. Like, you don't have to do anything. You get your mat there. You get your towel there. You get your mat towel. Yeah. You, get your, you just bring your water and a change of clothes. Yeah. That's the most yogi. You can just walk in, bare minimum, do your thing, walk out. Yeah, awesome. Like, I fucking love it. Yeah. Fucking yeah, basically... So Arthur teaches at Core Power. Well, I used to, yeah, so I used to go to your class in Santa Monica all the time. Mm-hmm. And then... That, that was, was a like, good class. I like that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. The Santa Monica studio is kind of weird, though. Like, weird energy in there. You know, like, that air, that part of Santa Monica, I'm not really a fan of. Yeah. It's just, like, touristy and kind of weird. And there's, like, homeless people right outside. Yeah, there's, like, security at the door and shit. Yeah. And then... um Hot Aid is right there too, but oh well. It's like a, a block further. Yeah. And just, I feel like just that block further away from like the... Yeah, it's better. The, yeah. Up from the pier. Up from the pier. Away from the pier, just one block over, yeah. it makes a difference. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, every block makes a difference. <laughs> every step yeah. away. But um, yeah, so I was going to your class, then you taught in Westwood for a while, which is really nice. And I would go to that. Yeah, the four o'clock. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Felicia yeah. would show up. Yeah. She almost came into my class again yesterday, Wednesday, four o'clock. Uh, how do you know? Because I saw her on the thing. Oh, she... And then she canceled. Oh, dude. Shout out Felicia. Dude, she might listen. She liked my Instagram posts when I. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Bro, the picture of us too. Like, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Funny that shit. was taken after yoga. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That after my hot eight class, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was lit um yeah so these days my yoga regimen is like i'll do it at home i'm trying to do it most evenings now because i've just been like for a while i was going to bed just like super early because like i'd be tired as fuck and i had nothing to do mm-hmm. so like i'll just go to bed but then now i think if i just like post but i would like wake up at like three or four mm-hmm. kind of restless and then take a while to fall back asleep so i think if i just push back when i go to bed and then do yoga then that would be like the prime like evening activity. That would be pretty. So I'm I've done it I've done it a bunch before. And now I'm doing it, getting back in that rhythm. Yeah. And then I'll go to your class like, or whenever you let me into hot eight, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's another perk. Arthur lets me into yoga all the time for free. Yeah. It's yeah. Fucking nice. Once you get on the, on the on the what's it called? Once you get that budget, that extra budget coming oh, yeah, in. Yeah, I know. It's over. Yeah. Get that two forty nine a month easy. Yeah. But subscribe, like this video, so we can pay for some yoga. Yeah. Oh yeah. Support our yoga. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly am not gonna lie, bro. I became a teacher to get free yoga. Well, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah. Because I did the teacher training too. I remember. Yeah. And that was my goal. I was like, oh, I'll just do this and get free yoga. Like, yeah. Win win. Yeah. And then the teacher training is too freaking boring. 
Was it just like mostly philosophy? Uh, or was it like... Have. It was just like some... Just saying the same shit over and over and over a million times. And it was just the way that the class was. It was in person for one weekend a month, but like nine hours, Saturday, Sunday each. And you're just like sitting in the studio that whole time. And she's just like talking at you. And you maybe do like three hours of yoga throughout the day. Yeah. Like a two hour class in the morning and then do it oh, throughout the day. Okay. Like together as a group? Yeah. But it was like super slow. Like, cause every single move she was explaining how to do it perfectly, you know? Mm. So like she would like break down every single move. Every single class was like different shit. So it was like a slow as fuck class. So like, all right, you gotta have like this fucking shit perfect and like have it like this and you gotta like put your weight on this and have yeah. this be straight and this whatever, uh -huh. like. So it was a lot. Yeah. yeah, and then it'd just be like laying on the ground like watching her talk and I'd just be like. <laughs> Conking. It was literally like, I dropped out like three quarters of the way through cause it was just, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I was just like, it was literally just like giving me anxiety thinking like oh next weekend like i gotta do that shit like, yeah i gotta be stuck inside the studio all weekend next week that's that's the worst thing when something like further along the line is impeding how like you're feeling now yeah it's like i hate it's that suck yeah i hate that like time would just move so slow <laughs> you're like it's been four fucking minutes and like she's still yeah damn it was like we didn't really learn much like i think you learn more about your own personal practice just taking classes Her. from teachers who know what they're doing yeah and bro they can like help help you i've been i've been that's how i tell people to explore and expand their practice is by just take a bunch of different bunch of different people and you're gonna learn a lot there's one instructor shout out to melody koreatown hot eight melody bro she's like a I mean, bro, her name is Melody. So, you know, like, she's going to be about those vibes. I mean, like, when you're in her class, it feels as if the water, I mean, the room is full of water and it just flows. Like, mm. there's, there's, a, there's a different resonance in her class. And you can feel it. When instructors are, when they have a, uh, a deeper presence in themselves, when they've, when, when they've done the work, basically, you can feel it in their class. There's just a different presence that they give off when they're teaching and it translates into what you feel in your practice. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, have you taken, I, I always want to know like what my class feels like, but um, I'm sure you've taken like other, plenty of other people where you can feel the class is a little bit different, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like hers is significantly, it, it just feels a lot more like we're practicing something underneath yoga there's something else happening beneath the surface of what we're doing that's how your class kind of feels i'd say dude and that's that's why i fuck with that type of i i don't want to go to a class and just be like in awe of like oh we did such pretty things like i don't really care about that what i care more about is how i feel after and what the instructor is bringing energetically to their classroom. Mm. That's what I care about way more. And her class is like that. So going back to what we were saying, like that's the best way to get to know your body, get to know postures, get to know different, different whatever. Just try out a bunch of different shit. 
just go fucking go to a class where you have no idea if it's going to be good or bad mm-hmm. usually it's probably bad but <laughs> yeah when it's good it's like a nice surprise okay. yeah yeah well, especially because like if it's core power like at least 80 percent of the instructors are just playing like pop music and they're brand new like that's the thing bro we used to do a thing where you don't get a class until months months after your training now bro you finish your training you audition they'll throw you right in there and it's kind of like it's shitty for the instructor and it's shitty for the students because the instructor isn't all the way fully chiseled yet Mm -hmm. in their teaching and then the students are paying for their membership, but they're getting instructors that aren't all the way finished. Oh. You're giving them raw meat. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, and this meat, it's not that the meat is bad. It's just that it's undercooked. Yeah. I went through a training of 200 hours. And then I did 50 hours on top of it. And then I did community classes every weekend for a month where people knew as when they showed up, you're getting uh it it was fr- uh, a free class anybody could go in at core power mm-hmm. every saturday morning used they used to have free classes for people that had just finished their training and they wanted to just practice in front of people mm-hmm. so yeah people would go in with the mindset of like okay these are newbies but it's fine because we're here to support them yeah and that space allows for teachers to flourish a lot more um a lot more freely without the judgment or without the like expectations because the expectations are super low, mm. you know? Yeah. So we had that, we had 200 hours, we had 50 and then we had community mm. classes. And then when you got hired, you had to shadow another instructor. So you had to okay. stay, yeah, you had to sit in their classes and observe how they did everything. That was just a part of our training. That's oh, it was like embedded into it? Yeah, but like you gotta like, show up to 10 classes that you don't take. Yeah, and you just sit there and you like observe. Yeah. And every now and again, people are giving like adjustments too. So it was like pretty cool. Yeah. Damn. The culture has changed for sure. <coughs> 1000%, bro. 1000%. Yeah. I wanna talk about how that culture's changed and also like what makes a perfect class mm-hmm. or like the ideal yoga class, you know? Yeah. Like, I like, like that. A banging class. I like that. Which one do you talk about first? Um, I think the what makes an ideal class, because we kind of touched on it already, mm-hmm. at least to me, it's just someone who's not trying to put on like, oh, this is how yoga is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going to change who I am to fit the mold of what people, what I think people want to see. You're talking about the ideal teacher? The- I'm talking about what I don't want. But I don't want from the teacher from the teacher okay, okay. yeah so someone that isn't gonna think like oh I gotta I gotta use a certain type of mm. a certain type of voice yeah. to each inhale three like a dog well, it's like, either that or it's like all right yogis yeah yeah <laughs> remember that time we walked by and it made sense because it was a sculpt class yeah. but that one time we walked by the studio and like the instructor was like seven yeah six and like the lights were really low the guy was like super jacked like this big black dude walking around like kind of like a military sergeant yeah and everybody just like it was like deep dark techno or something yeah people were sculpting like it looked it looked really scary in there yeah that's so weird (laughs) yoga sculpt is really weird i don't i don't personally fuck with it that's just like some 
Well, I guess I've heard it outside of core power, but it's basically like just some new age shit. Like it's yeah, not, it's not really yoga. Mm -mm. It's a fucking workout class. You know what? Um, core power did invent it though, like okay. years ago. Yeah, years ago, they they um they created it, and then back when core power apparently opened up, they had yoga sculpt. They had uh, a hit class. They had a a boot camp class. They had um, Pilates. Damn. They had a lot more core restore. They had Bikram. They had hot power fusion. They, they had a bunch of different shit. But then as time went by, they started to realize which ones are the more popular ones and which ones which ones bring in more revenue. And Yoga Sculpt was like at the top by yeah. far. So yeah, then they made Yoga Sculpt. Yeah. So they made that one their main like their their steak and eggs, you know, their their main fucking dish. Butter. Yeah, their bread and butter. Bro, all the baddest fishes go to yoga sculpt. For real, man. It's girls, crazy. Yeah, girls will go to yoga sculpt and like Pilates or Oh, you love those. Oh yeah. Or um let me think what else. Or hit the squat rack and shit. Yeah. I don't really interact with those too much. Like girls at gym, because I don't gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird when you put a gym girl side by side next to a girl who doesn't gym <laughs> they're like significantly yeah, different creatures like the girl who doesn't work out at all there's the girl who does like yoga and core type stuff so like she has a nice body but it's like slimmer mm -hmm. and then the girls who go to the gym are fucking thick yeah like it's big difference like they could feed a fucking family in africa <laughs> basically <laughs> you catch an antelope for a whole family they're they they can feed the village homie they're asking fucking for like a week yeah <laughs> that's funny especially like the the gym girls at ucla yeah the gym girls at this grad student staff gym are so so the girls at the main gym at ucla are bro. like the hottest fucking babes of all time bro and my like, are you guys like in are you undergrads like you're too hot to be undergrad no they but they are yeah like under undergrad chicks dude or my friend one time back when i lived in westwood my friend was dropping me off and he was driving and he went to UCLA too. And he was driving through UCLA and he was getting to my apartment. And as he was about to drop me off, he's like, damn, bro, I forgot. Yeah, it's crazy. He's like, I forgot. It's insane. Like yeah. everywhere is eye candy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then, but it becomes like too normalized. Yeah. And then it's not like you can really take advantage of it either. Cause I think, well, exclusive and shit. yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I heard something in Salt Lake City that one of the homies said. I think it's it's uh I think it's very true that twenty percent of the guys are dating eighty percent of the girls. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. And like and it isn't I remember I said immediately, I'm like, Well, we gotta be in the twenty percent. That's just that's just it. Like it's not about like, oh fuck man, it's just it fucked up to the yeah. It's like no. Just a work to be in the twenty. Yeah. I'm in I mean I'm we're ninety nine percent sure I'm in the twenty. I'm like I mustn't be like no. I'm a hundred. I'm seventy percent. No wait, how does it go in Anchorman? Like seventy percent of the time, it works a hundred percent of the time. You know, I think yeah, I think we've. But the thing is, is that we worked to get there. Like we didn't just we weren't just or at least for me, I don't, I wouldn't say I was like born there. I like I do I work out, stay in shape, I take care of my my facial features. Yeah. Um. I do stuff to like upgrade myself. I yoga. Yeah, I do yoga. I fucking buy good hair product or shampoo. Like like healthy. 
organic food and stuff eat good yeah yeah if you're not eating good and like it's just gonna it's gonna weigh you down and you're gonna yeah. smell funny for sure you're gonna smell funny in yoga oh that's bro. one benefit of hot yoga too is just like sweating it out and stuff like mm -hmm. the sauna effect yeah like, you know like just like really can drench like that shit really just freaking rings you out and i feel like it's Makes you like extra clean, like it cleans your pores and shit. Like yeah. your skin hella good. Mm -hmm. Get that water flowing through your skin, you know? Get your fucking kidneys working. It's yeah. detoxifying your body. Yeah. You're peeing out. Like when I pee after yoga, it's a great pee. Every time. Nice. It's a, a great pee. The best pee. The best pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but going back to the ideal class, if you want to go back to uh, that. Yeah, I'll do mine, I guess. Um yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, oh, wait, did you do yours yet? Or? I just said what's well, a non-ideal. <laughs> but basically, I would say, honestly, and I'm I'm not sack riding. She doesn't have a sack, actually. But Melody's class, I would say, is my ideal class because she has this presence that I don't feel like she's faking it. I feel, she's, I feel like she's imbuing her personality into the class. Mm -hmm. And her personality is very calming and, like, nurturing to be around. So I would say just imbuing your personality into the class. And a lot of people think like, oh, it's yoga, so I have to be calm. But you don't really have to be calm. You could be, if you find yourself more so on the energetic side of the spectrum, naturally, then I would say naturally and authentically let that side of you shine in the classroom. Yeah, I think that's that should be for all situations. Right? All situations, 100%. Yeah. Yoga is very different because you're in front of people. You're guiding them through an intimate practice. And I tell people it's kind of like stand-up in a way. Like you're up there, you're like leading, you're entertaining, you're, you got your music, you got the lights, you got like the postures, you got the transitions, you got mm -hmm. your vocal tonality. You yeah. got all these things that you're hitting. It's a performance essentially. Yeah. And at the same time, it's a performance that has to become authentic and natural. Mm -hmm. Like a comedian is somewhat, some, what is putting on an act, but the best comedians are being themselves yeah. in their act. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think the same thing goes for teaching yoga. Being yourself in your performance is crucial and it'll show. It'll, you'll feel it energetically. You'll feel it in the classroom. Yeah. And yeah. everyone can feel it too. 100%. Yeah. Every yeah, everyone can feel it. Yeah, and it's like refreshing when someone's just being themselves. Yeah. Cuz like when someone is like, "All right, everyone, you know, bow down to the earth and thank Mother Gaia." Yeah. And you're in like a freaking high rise like and you're like, "Yeah, you're just laying there like, what the fuck?" Like, yeah, like in a high rise with no windows and shit. And, uh-huh. But it's nice when somebody's just chill and normal. Mhm. Mm I think a lot of people can get caught up behind what they think they need to be rather than just being yeah you know yeah because i one of my homies told me to like recently she took my class for the first time in like a year and a half or a long time probably like about a year and she said your voice your teaching voice sounds a lot more like you now mm -hmm. and back when i started teaching it wasn't that it was like significantly different but it was at a different octave or octane octave 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 octave, octave. yeah octane is the gas. the fucking gasoline thing right yeah octave 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 well, it's spelled octave but octavio octave octave it was at a different octave and 
now she said my voice sounds a lot more just like in the classroom it feels like you're just hanging out with friends and you're using that voice mm. it's just your voice and i was like thank you i've come a long way to get to just that you know yeah for sure um so yeah that's my ideal class someone just being themselves yeah you know it's crazy it takes a long time to just be yourself right bro right it honestly like um you've read siddhartha right mm -hmm. i think that one's that book is also like circular um the alchemist is like that as well but i think that's that can be kind of applied and translated into here as well like i went all this i went around all this way just to end up back where i'm at yeah. but now i feel like where I'm at is where I want to be at because I walked around and I tried on all these different suits that weren't me. Mm. And now I came back and I'm like, I, I, I cherish who I am, regardless of how it looks, how it sounds, how it feels like I'm working on, on walking around in my skin a lot more comfortably. Nice. That's dope. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, so mainly you're just, you care most about the teacher's energy and stuff. Yeah, just like them being authentic and them being themselves. Okay. Anything yeah. else that would make an ideal class? Um uh, I think that's the main one for me, bro, to be honest. Good music. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also to say what I don't want is like some walking in, I'm listening to like some pop music and like the instructor's just kind of being fake and weird and stuff. If it's like some sorority girl trying to, like, woman-splain me spirituality, you know? And I'm not as interested. Sometimes, like, they can definitely, like, you know, if it's like some woman teacher who's like, they're some dope female teachers who are, like, yeah. really grounded and, like, yeah. you know, come off as kind of, like, fairy vibes at first, but, like, they're actually, like, they know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they, like, actually have some good shit to share. So, like, you can tell from other cues, though. But, yeah, so I don't want some fake shit. Um, also, prefer the authenticity and stuff and, like, somebody who can teach me something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's always a cool experience, like, going to yoga class and somebody drops some knowledge on you. Like, at the beginning of class, you know, there's always, like, a little pep talk to go into it. Uh -huh. And then there's always, like, an outro pep talk thing. Like, yeah. the intro is, like, you know, like, forget about the outside world and shit just like be present on your mat and stuff and then you set an intention and everything sometimes i guess you don't really not not all teachers say the intention thing so it's always good to like set an intention and just like get your focus right you know 100%. especially because like when you do a lot of those the corporate owned yoga places like you can't be late and stuff otherwise mm. like lock you out and shit yeah so like Sometimes we'll be in like a mad rush to get to yoga. <laughs> that sucks. Like, yeah, rushing to get to yoga always sucks. Yeah. And then, but finally, if that happens, like, and you get on your mat, you're just like, oh, you're like, oh, I made it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to just get like centered and like have the lights low or off. Like, I don't want lights on. Well, that's actually a, a major one right there. Yeah. I would rather, especially a hot yoga, I want that shit dark. Yeah. Like, I like having my shit hella dark. Yeah. Cause like when it's dark, like, there's this one teacher. Did you ever go to uh, Court Power in Wilshire? Yeah, and go a to a couple times. There's one teacher. I think her name's Layla. She's like some black lady. Oh, I know. Who She's you're like an about. OG teacher. Yeah, she has hard ass classes. Yeah, her class is like hot eight level hot. Mm -hmm. 
and like the Willie. She's at Hot Eight now, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a really good teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's like in charge of like a bunch of court power shit in the area. Okay, lit. Yeah, she's like an OG. Yeah, but um, yeah, I would take her class on Wilshire, and it'd be like so hot, but like. For most of it, shoot up the lights low, and it gets like insanely humid in there. And yeah. like when you're in that like pain cave, like your periphery just shuts off and it's dark. And if you're in front of the mirror and it's like it's hazy and dark all around you, and all you can see is just like yourself, yourself. and then yeah. you can just like see the you light of your in. eyes. You yeah, just, you just zone in. Yeah, if the lights are on, you're you're more likely to just be bouncing your focus all yeah. over the room yeah that girl's hot what is that guy doing exactly. like just and that's yeah. not you... it's exteroception versus interoception 100 percent. and i like going really deep like inward during yoga yeah like um the music can help too because if you're doing like a harder sequence and it's like some drums and it's like some maybe tribal type shit like mm-hmm. not necessarily something i would listen to outside of class but when but you're in class, like, it's kind of a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like fucking going after it and like, you know, doing like some hard ass posture and you're just like maintaining the balance and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely want to, like when you walk out of yoga, just feeling like work as fuck, like that is the best. Like that's like, you get your money's worth. Yeah. Like, cause I've done some, that's like HPF. And when it's mega hot, if I did a C2 at core power now, that's a, Fucking like the last time I did that, I think it was at your Marina Del Rey class. Mm-hmm. That's just like a walk in the park, honestly. Yeah. Like you get a little bit of a sweat in, but like barely. Like yeah. Little... Now that you've been to like the super hot. Yeah. Yeah. The the class that I remember one time I I taught her to a couple times this way where when you lift your arms up. Oh yeah. You feel the heater. Dude, <laughs> your that was fucking the... fingers are burning. That was in the sauna today. <laughs> There's like the two levels of the sauna, right, where you sit uh-huh like in the big ones so like but the heat rises so i was sit at first when i got in i was sitting on the lower level but like right in front of the heater and then i like moved up to the top and like it was so hot it hurt to breathe yeah like you're just like oh fuck. yeah like breathe like super slowly and shit if you have your head up like it was so hot in there i think that would feel really good right now for me because i have like congestion going on right now mm-hmm. so i feel like breathing in that hot air all that fucking all those germs will probably just like evaporate. Yeah. Yeah. Feels it, it was good. I try to go tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But cool. yeah, so the it's the ideal class, I guess. Yeah. Um but unfortunately it's not always ideal, I feel like, because the culture, you know, like and it and how it's changed over time, like it's kind of the people that work at yoga studios are generally chill people. I would say mm-hmm. even the people who are like fake teachers, like they're usually pretty chill. Yeah. Sometimes they're like fake outside of class, which is annoying. You know, you're just like, all right. But most of the time they're like, some I put down, or, you're like, put down your walls. Like, yeah. Let me fucking rage your village. Yeah. Like <laughs> most of the time, like, you know, you'd be like, well, that was such a good customer. Like, Oh my God, thank you. Like, and they actually mean it and stuff and they like really wanted to give it their best um but yeah i don't know other times though it just feels like it's a they're just trying to get my money like (laughs) the core power like corporate 
like structure feels just like very predatory on the wallet, you know? Yeah. Like the for it depends on the location, but the membership right now in Westwood is one eighty nine a month. I think the cheapest in the country it was lower, but I think at, right now it's at one fifty nine a month. Um, holy fuck, bro! Yeah, there's one guy at Westwood. Apparently, um, he signed up for like a founding all access membership when Westwood just opened up. Mm-hmm. And when you lock in the rate, when it just opens up, you keep that rate forever. Yeah. And his is like seventy a month. Fuck. I know, bro. Like he's. <sighs> He's keeping that shit forever. Yeah. 70 and a you month. freeze bro. it too. Yeah. Now what you do though, like if you, if you freeze it, <coughs> it charges you like 10 or $15 every, every month and you have it frozen. I'm telling you, bro, like what you're saying is correct. I just lock you in there then. There, <laughs> just lock you in there. Yeah. They trap like, you. And yeah. then, yeah, if you're late for a class. $15. Minutes, yeah. They. They lock you out and will bill you an additional $15. That doesn't make any sense. That was back in COVID time, but they kept it because it was making the money. So now... Um, I guess so you don't take other people's spot. Or whatever, yeah, but. that was during COVID, but then they they just kept it. And I'm like, bro, why do we need that? That's such a non-yoga thing to do charge people $15 for not showing up it's even if you're late even like, if you're late yeah even if you're two miles late they lock the door sometimes they'll let you in maybe but uh-huh. it's usually like a no-go yeah I try to stick around for a little bit to see if like anybody walks through yeah and I just let them in but yeah it's kind of it's kind of annoying when it comes to that bro yeah like yoga should be more about like community and the vibes and stuff and vibes not like walking in there and feeling like they're just trying to take your money. And yeah. Stuff. That's why, again, like, uh, I fucking, whenever people walk in, I just give them, like, do you need something? Yeah, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. You can put it on my card. I'm like, it's show, bro. Don't worry Dude, about it. Like, you it's were, fine. I'm pretty sure your class was, like, actually, I think Layla's class was the first core power class I ever took. And I think yours was, like, the second I ever took. And, um, I remember you gave me like a towel and shit. Yeah. And then I went to a class like later on and bring didn't bring a towel and just thought I could just like get one from them again and they charged me. Yeah. That's how it goes yeah. usually. They charge for a fucking they towel. They just put it on your account. Uh-huh. Then you get home you're like, oh, two dollars yeah. bro. Yeah, it's on your credit card. Yeah. Well. What about... um? You've dabbled with, with uh, breath work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took a whole, like, breath work camp thing. Really? At UCLA, yeah. Oh, shit. I did, like, two. Wait, tell me about that. It was, like, sky breathing. Whoa. I forget what it's short for. Have you heard of it? No. It's, like, a sky. It's, like, an abbreviation of some long-ass, like, Indian word or whatever. Oh. So, it's, like, I forget what it's called, but... How do you do it? Um... By the way, I, or yeah. go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so it's like the extended version is you take 10 long, super slow, deep breaths, 10 like medium breaths, medium speed and size or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
and then 10 like super short fast breaths like and like really like give it your all and stuff or maybe even more than 10 and then you do like so you do like 10 slow 10 medium 10 fast 10 medium 10 slow 10 medium 10 fast 10 medium 10 slow wow and do that like a few times basically and it takes like 30 minutes if you do it correctly wow like 20 or 30 minutes so we would do that uh in this camp thing and then you like have a blanket and stuff you like lay down after and shit uh-huh. so we do like we like worked up in the last day i think we did it for the longest time and then you like just lay there and you're just like pass the fuck out basically. wow but it's for like do you feel like tingling in your body yeah when you do it you yeah. get hella numb your yeah. body goes numb yeah it's basically like it's for like relaxation and stress uh-huh. amelioration and stuff like that like yeah. it's not necessarily to like connect with your inner self or like bring up stuff to the surface necessarily mm. i think maybe it could yeah but this one this particular style not as much but i don't really do it i haven't done it in a long ass time like it just takes a long time yeah and it's like just kind of intimidating going into it you're like all right i'm about to do breath work for like 20 minutes i'm about yeah. to feel numb as fuck and it's like i'm about to fucking get to feel weird and you have to like work your way up to this really high energy state yeah that you know is like fucking monstrous you're like fuck yeah it's not like too bad but <laughs> it's just kind of like it's enough to keep you away from doing it again <laughs> yeah it's kind of a lot uh, dude i was about to say there's one that i did in in utah at a fucking hot hot spring mm-hmm. this guy who's like a breath work and a sound journey man he said it's like a oh, sound journey that's cool um he taught me a breath work where you literally just do four deep breaths then on the fourth one you hold it in and you like lean your head back and you stare at the center of your forehead like you just stare at it you're holding your breath and then you come back and you go <sighs> when you exhale and bro you feel lightheaded as fuck and you feel like wonky for a little bit mm-hmm. but then like when you zone in you feel really really good yeah it's awesome yeah there's lots of different types of breath work there's there's so many man it's yeah. it's pretty awesome there's like some apps that are dedicated to this different breathing stuff yeah there's a lot of different yeah there's a lot of different stuff it's it's awesome anything any type of breath work no matter what it is i think you'll benefit benefit from it just like do it try it see what works see what doesn't yeah what really works for me to get good sleep at night one hack is if you wake up in the middle of the night breathe such that you breathe like well i guess one the style that i'm about to refer to is called uh um eight three four no physiological size it's an Andrew Huberman thing. Mm. So basically, you. He doesn't explain it this way, but I have added to his explanation from my yoga experience. Because we learned, we did a bunch of, like, you know, one whole weekend was dedicated to breathwork for my yoga training. Uh-huh. And they, so that they taught us a bunch of shit. But so, like, my combined knowledge of that with this physiological side, I think the prime way to do it is you breathe in through your nose or so you exhale all the way out first and then and like push it all out and then you breathe in and you just fill up your stomach like not in your ribs at all so just fill up your stomach as much as possible 
and like fill it up from the bottom first because when you're supposed to breathe in like through yoga you're supposed to do stomach first chest second and then fill up your throat like it's shit mm -hmm. so i kind of breathe in through my stomach first fill it all the way up kind of take a pause and then try to like expand my stomach even more because you can still like fit more air in there and then i breathe in through my chest so i fill my chest all the way and you feel this you feel the higher level of your lungs they don't work often if you're just sitting breathing subconsciously you don't use like the top part of your lungs maybe you do like really shallow breathing if you're a yeah. schlub but like most of the time the upper limits of your lung cavity don't get used so when you breathe in through your lung or in your chest for that second round you really feel this expansion that you're not necessarily used to and then yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the golden spot. <laughs> like, especially if I've, like, smoked a bunch of weed or something. Oh, dude, smoking weed and doing breath work is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. I was going to say, it's just good for, like, if you've been, like, smoking a bunch of joints and you, like, want to <laughs> freshen it up, like, expanding your chest feels good. And then you, like, fill up your, like, neck and shit, your throat. And, and then, like, so... Basically, Huberman says to fill up, to do like one in, pause, and then fill up the rest. And then in yoga, usually like you sip in as much as possible. So maybe mm -hmm. you do like three ins and you don't breathe out yet. And then you breathe out all the way. And like, like you make it, it exaggerated, well. like the sigh. Yeah, you do like a, um, some like pranayama, pranayama type breathing, whatever. It's, yeah. Like where you like breathe out and it's like. Oh, yeah, through your nose. Yeah. And you kind of like, you make a little noise to your throat and stuff. Ujjayi? Yeah, yeah. Ujjayi. Ujjayi. Yeah, so I do that. And uh, that's good for just relaxing, catching your breath and like falling asleep and stuff. Box breathing is also good. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, you know, you could either do like four. I usually do like eight in, hold for eight breathe out for like 12 or something mm. but i think if you do like the normal it's like four four breathe out for six hold yeah for two at the bottom and then in yeah. yoga training we would just do shit you just breathe out all the way and then just hold that so like you hold your lungs with no air in it and it's like literally like a like a balloon you know that's like has all the air out mm -hmm. that shit is hard as fuck yeah but you get stronger over time yeah i think you're building up like your muscles and your intercostal, your intercostal muscles are working more with that with that type of breathing exercise. Yeah, it puts you in like a fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. Like I feel myself starting to panic and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like so, if you fight through that, you know, you like get stronger. Then it's like good, a lot for your, whatever the fuck your nervous system. Is. Yeah, your nervous system for sure. Yeah, that's um, that's why people do cold plunges too is to activate their fight or flight and then actively overcome their fight or flight. Yeah, I being, think, oh, you're just... uh, Yeah, like being in that state and being like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like you could just sit in it yeah. and not have to run away. Yeah. Well, with doing the cold plunges, like a major factor for conquering that is your breathing. Mm. Like that's, you can be like really intentional because there's also something called fire breathing, which you'll yeah. do sometimes like, yeah. That one? Yeah. So like you, good. you like push, like you can feel your stomach going in, in as yeah. you push out and it's just like quick. And then you're like, you, in, yeah. So you like push out, 
quick through your nose and it pushes all the air out and then your stomach kind of reactively like breathes back in really quick and then you just push it back out yeah and you you're not even inhaling you're just exhaling the entire time yeah and like there's some like mma dudes like i remember seeing some video with like um one of the grace a few of the gracies they like hoist gracie and like one of his kids or something they know some breathing techniques which is basically fire breathing and they do some other shit but like they really go crazy because when they push in they like push in like with all their ab strength so it's like this crazy ab workout and then you get at one point you get such like control you can like push in one side of your abs and then push in another Dude, i'll show you the video they're Dude. doing that and they're so they're like rolling their abs and going in and out and then they're like in this cold insanely cold weather and there's just steam like coming off of them as they're doing it so like and there's just steam pouring off of them bro the gracies are superhuman those motherfuckers are at the top of the food food chain for jujitsu and it sounds like they're at the top of the food chain for fucking all things that are going to optimize their their human potential yeah for sure. Fuck, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. All of like ancient practices. Yeah. They were dude, that was like, <coughs> one of the first first places I heard about cold plunges from those guys. Oh, really? Because they would go in like the mountains of Japan and train mm. for these crazy fights and like just do like cold plunges all the time. That's cool. Yeah. Those guys are fucking gnarly. Yeah. They're fucking gnarly. Um what I was about to say. Fuck, what was I about to say? Um Damn, I forgot. Never mind. Well, in the meantime, one other breathing technique. I think the last one I know of really is, um, I guess, no, I know a few more. But one other main one, I I, I did a lot because I learned this during teacher training. So I did it a lot after that. I haven't done it in a while. Um, I forget exactly what it's called. But it's just like single nostril breathing, essentially. And like some people don't really... I've been taught it a couple t different ways, but I think the best way is you have, you use your ring finger and your thumb for the different sides of your nostril so that you alternate that. And then you have your middle finger and your pointer finger basically like over your third eye. Mm. So that that's supposed to be like relaxing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is pretty relaxing to have that there. Yeah. So that, you know, you like breathe out all the way breathe in with one nostril like your left and like close it at the top and then like breathe out through your right and then pause breathe in through your right pause at the top and then breathe out through your left and repeat that like like we would do it like 10 times but that's yeah. supposed to be good for like shooting air into different sides of your brain and increasing the connectivity between different halves of your brain and yeah because like normally you're breathing your left nostril is connected to your right side of the brain and then your right nostril is connected to your left but your body just tends to like naturally um like choose one nostril or the other and one of them tends to be congested while the other's open and then it kind of just changes like, throughout your day. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a good way to like kind of them both active. Yeah. And then and that yeah. that'll activate both sides of like 
the energetic states that you live in. So your feminine and your masculine, your analytical side, mm-hmm. analytical side and your creative side. Mm-hmm. Cause right now my, my right nostrils like clogged my left nostrils operating mm-hmm. left is for my right. Yeah. And right side is for, Oh, creativity. Right. I don't really. It's like your feminine. Maybe. I think. Yeah. And then my right is clogged. My analytical brain is off. Yeah. I'm just vibing right now. Yeah. Right side. Yeah. So it's a good way to like, it's similar to like doing like single arm bicep curls. Like you don't want to just do both of your arms at once because you might be favoring your right arm. Mm. So this way ensures that both of them are growing at equal rates and they both get the same work. So it's similar for yeah. breathing. I had, a, I had a friend in high school that didn't know how to work out his left arm. So he had just like a big muscular right arm uh-huh. and like a soft left arm. It was really funny. It was distinctively different. Damn. Like they look like different arms to different people. Yeah. But they were attached to the same fucking torso. Yeah. Dude, today at the gym in the sauna, one of the other dudes in there, I was going to talk to him because, but he had his headphones in, but um, fucking, he was this buff ass dude. Um. And then at first I saw one of his legs, like in the sauna, it's kind of dark. And I was like, oh, I guess he's been skipping leg day. And he like got out for a second. I noticed his other leg was hella buff and the rest of his body's hella buff and his other leg was fucked up. And I realized he had this giant ass scar, like all the way down his hip to his knee. And then some other big ass scar, like down his, the lower part of his leg. And I was like, dude, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. So it's like one leg was just like insanely fucking um, atrophied. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. That shit, like that type of shit, or like uh, Doctor Strange. Did you see that? Like where he gets in and his hands all fucked up. Mm-hmm. That type of shit makes me pass the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And like seeing that dude's leg, I was like, I was gonna ask him because like it was probably from a fucking motorcycle or something. Like yeah, I was gonna say a car crash is most like or I mean a that's motorcycle, what I was thinking. Dude, if you just get bump tapped by a car on the side, like on the side of your motorcycle, bro. Your shit's easily gonna break, mm-hmm. so that shit freaked me out because I ride my motorcycle and I'm like, yeah. I do not want that shit happening to me. All it takes is one distracted driver to just like, yeah, not see you, and then your fucking life changes. Yeah, or somebody plowing through a red, you know, after it Damn. changes. I almost actually one time got destroyed by someone that ran a red, yeah. but the only reason I didn't go, like the light was green for like a good three seconds, and I didn't go yet because <clears throat> i was looking at my phone i was distracted and then when i looked up i'm like oh it's green and i was about to tap on the gas and a car just goes zoom right by yeah and i was like holy fuck if i wasn't distracted and i was looking at the light i think someone texted me mm-hmm. someone texted me and i looked down at it and then it that made me not go dang it was crazy moral of the story text and drive moral always. of the story always be distracted saves yeah. your life dog that's happened to me before too yeah. not because i was looking at my phone but like <laughs> i didn't like in la you don't go when the light turns green yeah you, you gotta a like a bit yeah, yeah. You, you look around make yeah sure, make, make sure, sure everybody gets out of the fucking intersection and nobody's about to plow through because mm-hmm. yeah i've definitely like hesitated and then notice a car just barreling and i'm like there's no way they're gonna stop they yeah just go like way after the light turns 100 percent. but that's why you need breath work so you don't get stressed out by these motherfuckers (laughs) but yeah one other thing this is something i heard from the sky training also um 
another thing we would do we did a few different mods like to warm up for the sky breathing you do like you have your hands in different places so like um basically you do these like breath breaths where it's like out really fast and it's like <laughs> so then you like do it at different parts like you do it like with your hands and your hips you're like <laughs> and then you do it like like this or something you're like uh -huh. and then you do some other one you're like or something. Whoa, yeah so you do like some pull down thing or like yeah something like that so then like if you're angry about something you're like mm. so it's kind of like what i'm kind of getting is that it looks a little bit like tai chi like you're mm -hmm. you're moving energy around with like your hands and your body kind of i think it's something a little different but it's basically like that i think we did another one where it's like this too But, um, yeah, it's supposed to, like, calm you down and shit. Bro, I'm going to try the one. Hold on. Let me see if I remember it. That was pretty good right. so you do four inhales on the fourth one you pull all the way in and then you hold it and you, you try to push and look at the energy here and you tilt your head back and then when you exhale you exhale when you hit your chest mm -hmm. and you get this like rush or not really a rush but it feels like a flush mm. interesting yeah you want to try it real quick uh i'll do it later <laughs> you heard it here folks Jason is not about the vibes, bro. When you do it, your eyes, you, the whites of your eyes only appear. It's like your eyes are rolling back in your head. Yeah, you're you're supposed to look right here. That's why. I don't know if I can do that though. Like you do it, so like your like there's like my I did it in the hot spring with my friends. Like they were looking at me and like, uh, dude, it's so creepy. I can do they, it. If they, like, and they said that too. They they were like, bro, your eyes roll to the back of your head, and yeah. like, and like some of my homies were on mushrooms. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then I was like, yo, try it. And then they did. And they're like, yo, that was kind of lit. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, oh, bro, have you ever done holotropic breathing? Uh, no, I haven't. Dude, that one is the one where you can start to have psychedelic. Yeah. Have you done it? Yeah. Dude, the first time I did it, absolutely mind-blowing. Really? Yeah. I, um, I... It's supposed to, they say it, it's like could be potentially triggering like a dmt release mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. i went everybody that i did it with one woman went back to like a native american time dude that's lit and then her grandfather was like riding on a horse and like showing her all these like different attributes about herself that like she had to go through to like become who she was or whatever mm -hmm. i went back to a past time and when i was like eight or nine where i hold a lot of shame over <laughs> And uh, my grandma was there and she was a person who kind of like shamed me and she didn't do it on purpose, but she's just like, you know, she's from a different time. And she she caught me doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. And then she like got like weirded out. I got weirded out. I remember the feeling in my body too. Like I just went completely numb. Everything in my body just got cold. Mm -hmm. And that feeling, you carry that shit with you like throughout your life. If you don't deal with it, if you just run away, mm -hmm which I did. I literally like ran away from a situation. I just ran. I didn't I didn't stop running. And I thought I was like I don't think I'm ever going to go back home. I think I'm just going to keep running. 
then obviously like you're not until so you gotta go back home at some point but um I went back to that time and I re I relived the memory but I relived it in, in terms of like allowing myself to kind of see it and not judge it mm -hmm. and not analyze it I just allowed myself to kind of see it and be like all right this is how it is like whatever we can get past this um and it felt different I tell people there's something different about journaling about what you want to get past and like overcome <coughs> excuse me and then there's something different when your body literally brings it up and is like allowing you to move past it. So now it's not just you writing it and using your analytical mind to get past something, but it's your emotional side, bringing up the, the past, bringing up the emotions and helping you move past it, like in a cellular um, nervous system, whole embodied type of way. Mm -hmm. And that's how, that's how I felt the first time I did that breath work. Wait, is this the one? Uh that you go to like with Michelle and yeah, it's holotropic breathing. Yeah. Okay. Or it's called like, <clears throat> it's called a few different things. Like shamanic breathing is what some people call it too. It's like one part, two part inhale, one part exhale. <sighs> Belly, chest, exhale. All through your mouth. <sighs> and you could go fast. You go, <sighs> or you could go like mouth? all through your mouth. Or you can do like, because through your mouth you're getting more oxygen in through your nose it takes longer and it's more there's more kinetic kinetic energy being expended by your body this one you're using uh you're using less energy and getting more oxygen and then when you do it that way you just start getting really deep you start fucking tingling you start fucking vibrating you start going to fucking different memories start being brought up when you were fucking eight or nine this woman went to a different fucking life with her grandfather like mm -hmm. you know and all these people were having these experience you cry you shout you laugh all this shit bro just like bringing up a bunch of stuff just bringing up all kinds of shit yeah i'll make it to one of those eventually yeah i haven't been to one in a long time because me and those people don't really talk anymore to be honest but is there beef I don't know if there's beef, but a friend of a, like, I used to take so many people to this stuff. And then one person I took, um, my homie from college that not a lot of, uh, I don't have to say that on here, but my homie from college and him and I aren't really friends anymore, but he got close to them and they started like, it's a, it's one of my friends, Eileen and her husband, Gazo and Gazo got really close with my friend Cole. And now they're like more homies now. They like hang out. And I'm like, all right, it's like their time. And plus I'm not on social media or anything. So, and plus they also had an infant recently. So yeah. there's like a whole bunch of things going on that don't allow them to do their workshops as often and don't allow me to be present at the workshops as, as often. I hope there's not any beef. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want there to be, but I can see how there would be and it's okay. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if anything, like, Maybe I'm a little bit of a life lesson for some people too. What do you mean? Maybe I'm just part of other people's curriculum in a way. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the lessons that people are learning, like maybe I'm just sometimes like a catalyst for them to start looking towards like, all right, if even, and I'm not saying this is the case, I'm kind of saying like hypothetically, like 
if even Arthur is someone that I thought I would never lose in my life, if even he is telling me what other people have told me, and he was by my side through all of it, and then now he's not, and he's told me the same thing that other people have told me, mm-hmm. maybe it isn't that the other people I, that I kicked out of my life were wrong, but maybe it's more so the common theme of what people are telling me. And like it, the common denominator is always going to be you. It's not the other people. The other people are just the other people. The common denominator in that story is that people are telling you to work on the same thing. And that's not my job to tell anybody, yo, you're going to work on like, no, I, everyone has their stuff they're dealing with. I, can facilitate sometimes like a little bit of healing through yoga, through hanging out with homies, through podcasting, through podcasting. Damn, that's lit to be able to say that. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like for sure, <coughs> you know, this is, this is the number one way to reach a bunch of people. I think so too, bro. I think so too, hundred percent. Like, I listen to hella podcasts throughout yeah, my day. <laughs> I listen a lot. Yeah, when I'm driving, when I'm just at home. Yeah. When I'm working out sometimes, you know, instead of listening to music, I'll just put on a podcast. Yeah, me too. Sometimes yeah. you're just, you're like musicked out or like, yeah, you put on music, but you're like not vibing to it. Like you're just not. It's just food. there and it feels like, it feels like it's just doling. Yeah. Rather those, than like yeah. uplifting. In those moments, I'd rather just listen to a pod. A hundred percent. Or even just go fucking know anything. Put the AirPods on and just pretend like you are. Then just do your thing. That's mindfulness right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try to, I try, but I'm not that good at like doing one thing without another thing, you know, but it's so easy to just like be eating and put something on. Like, well, that's the best. <laughs> that's like a, that makes it feel like your meal is more of like a dopamine release. <clears throat> I, I think, yeah. Might not be good for like, you know what I, I will say though, this, but. You know what I will say? I think it could be. I think it's how you approach and how you do it rather yeah. than what you do. But like when I'm eating with homies, I feel like I, um, the dopamine that's firing off by like eating mm-hmm. and then talking to my homies, it just starts clicking. Like I'm like, oh, this feels good. This is awesome. Eating yeah. a burger, eating fries, talking shit. Yeah, sharing a meal with friends is nice. Ah, oh, dog. It's one of the best things ever. Yeah. It's one of the most primitive things ever. Yeah, for sure. You know, eating with your tribe, like, yeah. there's almost nothing better. It's mm-hmm. it's on the, it's on par with sex, I would say, because it's one of those like primitive longings or itchy spots that we want to scratch. Yeah, and in both situations, it's better with the people that you really love and care about. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, if yeah. You're just eating with your coworker, and you guys are yeah. like talking about the weather. You're like, let me fucking get me out of here. Yeah, you're like AirPods on. Yeah, if you're with like some girl you don't care about, dude, mindfulness and sex is honestly a big thing because, like, you really gotta be like in the moment and stuff. And, like, if you're not like, if you're not in the moment, if you're not like into it and stuff, like, if it's not somebody that you care about and that you're like really into, then you're just kind of like, all right, let's get this over with. Like, you know, you're just fucking bust. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um i think i heard it one time be called um all you're doing is using another person to masturbate in that sense yeah you're just rubbing weak. genitals yeah and like that nothing else is happening it's purely physical yeah and it feels like i mean i think at some point in our life that was appealing but now that we've got it 
<coughs> Excuse me. That sucks, kind of. <clears throat> yeah, now that we've gotten deeper into, like, bro, our, our wells have become deeper. Like, so you're going to want deeper types of conversations. You're going to want deeper types of connections to your friends. You're going to yeah. want deeper um, lovers or deeper, deeper insight from homies. And, like, that just is where I think everybody's moving toward. Mm -hmm. like people want people want meaningful shit yeah for sure well, um did we want to talk about oh that was all that was all three of them no we didn't talk about meditation oh meditation yeah. that's right i, I have left with breath work breath work um well, what can be like useful for i guess what the fuck was that i don't know we're getting broken into live on the pod um, Adrian, I'm just show me your tits. All right, <laughs> nobody's gonna know what that's about. Um, let me see. Oh, like just you could do breath work. Like, I think breath work you can do at any time. Like, I just did it like a second ago. Like you saw, I did the fucking exorcism breath work. <laughs> yeah. And that made me feel like instantly shifted my energy. Yeah, it all it takes is a single breath. To, like yeah. a single mindful breath can like really change the direction of, of it, like where you're going. Yeah, it can it's uplift like a, the fog that yeah, you have. It's a quick reset for sure. 100%. Percent. Breath. You can do it at any time, any fucking time. Mm -hmm. And the more you do, the better. Like the more mindful breaths you take throughout the day, you'll notice it. And the more, the more subconscious it becomes to just breathe that yeah. way. J. Cole said, uh, I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath, bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step. Hey, that's a bar. J. Cole's a fucking good-ass rapper. Dude, I literally, uh, I made a remix the other day, and I used his vocals. And I've listened to it so many times. I've heard this song since 2016. So I wrote it down word for word in my journal, like oh. all the lyrics. And I was like looking at it, I was like, holy shit, this is like such crazy. It, it took me two pages and I wasn't writing line for line. It was nonstop. Like, I put periods, but it was just all, like, continuous text, like a block of text. It was two pages in one, more than two pages in one song. Holy fuck. And it was just, like, like a deep-ass story. Oh, my God. Imagine that coming from a human brain. Yeah. Man. Oh, my. That's wild. Yeah. That, that, that just shows, like, even more so how much of a goat the yeah. motherfucker is, dude. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And it, like, just flowed as if he's talking normally <laughs> but it just happened to be like so many like intricate rhyme schemes and bro uh, again flow is always changing again not like, not coming in poppy or fucking uh, hello class like today we're gonna like just he yeah. even for him in rapping just Dude. talking that one song is like he comes in he's like my intuition is telling me there'll be better days i sit in silence and find whenever i meditate my fears alleviate my tears evaporate my faith don't deviate. Ideas don't have a date. But see, I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath, bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step. It keeps going. As we speak, I'm at peace, no longer scared to die. Damn. I feel like chills in my body. Yeah, it's a good song. That. God damn. The remix is slappy, too. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for that remix. Dude, a new album just dropped, too. Oh, yeah, it did. Stream J. Search everywhere j underscore frosty my new mm -hmm. album is called synchronicity Ooh, i fuck with that a lot because yeah. bro at in utah there was hella synchronicity up there for me and my homies like just 
weird sign after weird sign after weird weird sign we're just like what the fuck like <coughs> it was insane but that's what happened the first time i went up there which is kind of more of a reason for me to kind of think in my mind like i do want to be out there at some point but i want to work more a lot more save up a lot more money and then go out there without having to work like get there and be like what do i do like i'm just gonna get there and be like i'm 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 cooling right now i don't even need to work but obviously i do want to be working mm. but like i want to be able to be there like afloat and just feel out that energy of like synchronicity mm. and see where i get pulled toward i met a wellness retreat person at the hot spring that i was in i, I met a breathwork person and a woman that hosts her own her own like wellness retreats and stuff and she's like yeah if you move here like keep in touch with me i would she's like you're really cool i would love to have you at one of them and be a facilitator and i was like damn look at that like I, even if it doesn't land even if that i would like it to though i keep saying even if it doesn't but what if it does yeah um just the fact that i go to one hot spring i go there for one weekend and i meet people that are already in alignment of what i want to do mm -hmm. or where i'm being called to go and do mm -hmm. um so we'll see i don't know but synchronicity is a dope ass fucking album Thanks. title bro yeah sick i dropped three albums this year damn I, I did the triple s so the first one is synergy synthesis oh that's right synergy is <laughs> a good name too <laughs> the first one is called synthesis the second one is singularity Ooh. and the third one is synchronicity synchronicity no wait singularity <laughs> <laughs> anyways um i guess that's kind of breath work and yeah to wrap it up with meditation i don't know how long we've been going but maybe we could split this into two videos or three even or something yeah we've been we've been going a good amount yeah 